This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, everybody. It is Trey Rowland. Welcome back. Another edition of the On the Bench one-on-one interview series presented by the venerable Knowles 24-7 and the hallowed institution that is the On the Bench podcast. I am your host, lucky for you or not, Trey Rowland, and I'm here with a very special guest. I am here with the master of all things Florida State NIL, the CEO of Rising Spear, the one, the only, Matthew Quigley. Matthew, say hello to the people. Trey, I can't thank you enough for having me. Thank you very much. And to Knowles 24-7 and the media conglomerate that they are building, this is fantastic. <laughs> Absolutely. An, an evil empire crushing the competition in our wake. I'm glad you respect greatness, Matthew. And speaking of greatness, you guys have been doing a lot of things in a relatively short time with Rising Spear. The topic of NIL is one that's it, it, it's completely new in the college football world. It went from an unknown acronym to one of the only things that people are talking about aside from conference realignment. And I want to talk about everything that you guys have been doing with rising spear, just the updates, things like that. So we will get into like individual updates, what you guys have done with the fan base, things of that nature. Before we get into kind of those specifics, I want to get your thoughts on rising spears formation and just kind of the NIL landscape as a whole. Matthew, have you been with Rising Spear since the beginning, or did they, or did they bring you in after the fact? Um, so Bob Davis and, and Alan Faumanhaft, our, our two co-founders, they stepped down from their positions on the Seminole Booster Board um, back in around October, and I got involved in uh, December with, with with Rising Spear, um, and really since then, um, you know, we've all been kind of you know pedal to the gas full 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 steam ahead um trying to do everything we can to get rising spear up and running um you know we obviously had a a a massive launch around the spring game which Noel nation really showed out and and everything went really well from there um and we're continuing that into uh the summer and and hopefully going to have a extremely successful season uh starting august 27th with duquesne Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. And I, I, we're expecting big things as well. It's, it seemed like when rising spear was launched, there was some sort of like ambiguity around it. A lot of people were like, Oh, interesting name. What's really going to happen. What's going to go from there. But, but since the announcement, everything went from warp speed. Now that sense of urgency that was injected into the organization, was that, was there like a cause of that? Something like the events that happened around like signing day, maybe like the prevalence of the transfer portal and kind of keeping your roster together, which has actually been a major component of NIL that I don't know that a lot of people thought. What was, did you guys feel that sense of urgency within the organization and what caused it? Cause it seems like it went from announcement 
So you guys were doing things at, at, at light speed. Yeah, Trey. I mean, obviously early signing day did not go well. Sure. Absolutely. And, um, you know, really since then that kind of sparked Seminole nation, uh, to realize that, you know, NIL is, is an extremely important role in, in all of this, whether it be recruiting, um, it, it, with a proof of concept and into roster retention, like you mentioned, uh, uh, you know, we, we've seen with, with the SEC media days and ACC media days, like you mentioned, NIL was at the forefront of all conversations. And, and every coach pretty much said that all the recruits that come through the door, they ask about, you know, what do you have NIL wise? Like, what is your platform? Um, and, and, and with Rising Spear, you know, we've been able to provide that proof of concept uh, and, and let all the players see that, you know, we got these charitable events that, that are happening. We have fan engagement, you know, that we've partnered with Dreamfield for with our Twitter spaces. Eventually he's going to move to a discord chat. There's going to be autograph signings. Um, we're we're going to have some, actually some fan merch that's going to be released uh, during the, the football season. So, you know, there's a ton of opportunities for our players, the market price deal. We, we partner with fan jolt. Um, we, we, we've, you know, released a lot of avenues for our players to make money, which is, is the best thing that you can do. What's been the avenue that you think has gotten the most success that either surprised you or the, the one that's really taken off in terms of either player interest, fan interest? Like what, what's the one avenue that's really kind of like the bread and butter of rising spear right now, if there is one. Yeah, honestly, Trey, it's, it's, it's our, our garnet spirit fund, which is our 501 C3. That's our, that's our, charitable side in that one um, in which the players show up at boys and girls club events at, you know, charities that are, are in their community or in the, in the community of Tallahassee um, and that they show up for participate in. And that's really been our bread and butter. Um, you know, we're, that we're kind of unlike a lot of other collectives out in the country and that we have both a, a charitable donation fund as well as, our kind of corporate sponsorship fund, which is our gold, mm-hmm. our gold standard fund. Are you, and I, and we'll get into like the specific, cause I think you guys are doing great work around the community. So I want to get into like the specifics and the current players on the roster, what they're doing, just to kind of get a more, I give the, the listeners a better idea of like what sort of projects their funds are going to. I want to get towards that at the end. We start talking about like individual kind of micro level stuff. As far as like the NIL situation, like I said, it went from an unknown acronym to the, one of the most dominant topics in all of college football. Were you guys at Rising Spear surprised at how quick it took off? And if so, did, did we have enough resources out of the gate? Or was there a push after looking at how much that this thing took off that we really needed to get more resources and funding and expand the organization? Yeah, I think we everybody was kind of... Um shocked about how fast it took off you know for instance kind of the gator collective they formed literally in like july or august of last year and right. and, and we didn't really form officially until december and then our, our our true launch with the website and everything uh in april so you know that was an eight month eight month gap there that we had to make up um and, and we've been we've done it extremely well with that um even even through kind of the doldrums of summer you know, we're up to 1500 donors um, and, and we're hoping for, you know, 4,000 af- after the season's done. 
but okay. that really, um, you know, it, it was an eye-opening experience for kind of for, for everybody, right? And yes, we we were around, but we were not out and about and as loud as we should have been during that early okay. signing day. Okay, and that, but it's one of those things where, at least in my in my estimation. You don't know until you go through it, and everybody's kind of on a learning process right now. It is good that once that once that did happen, did you guys? As far as is it just um, expanding the fundraising efforts, or did you guys add like headcounts and like expand the organization? So yeah, we've expanded the organization. Um, Interesting. Okay. In in hire, you know, I'm now full time as the CEO for Rising Spear. They they also hired Will Cohen full-time as the chief operating officer he he's coming from he has he was an athletic director out in california and then he was the director of basketball operations under coach sue um so you know he's there in tallahassee meeting i mean it, it is i'm sure he's probably regretting it at the moment because he's so, <laughs> he's so busy right but i mean it, it, it's but it's great like will and i work work extremely well together um and we're, we're having a blast doing it. Like this is, you know, when you're, when you're helping your alma mater and, um, and, and doing everything you can for them, it, it's, it's a fantastic feeling. It's all for the love of the game, right? My man, you got it. <laughs> well, it's funny that you mentioned California because even though every single college football program is dealing with this 9,000 headed Hydra monster that is NIL, not every state is really operating at the same efficiency or within the same rules. It's not standardized. So there's been a lot of talk recently about Florida's regulatory situation, how we're at a disadvantage compared to like states like California, like you mentioned. So I'm an idiot, Matthew. Educate me. What is the regulatory situation in Florida? Is it a detriment? And how big of a detriment is it right now? Yeah, so it, it is It is definitely hurting all of the Florida schools, whether they want to admit it or not, that it, it is a factor. Uh, so for instance, in California, or, I mean, even taking Alabama and Georgia, kind of our closest mm-hmm. states, um, they can work hand in hand with their collective. So in other words, Nick Saban can have the the CEO of the Alabama collective can be in his office and he can say, why don't you know? I recruit XYZ. I want you to meet Mr. CEO, and you, you guys can have a conversation on, on on what we have to offer our players. Nick Saban can also go and and he can also go and lobby and speak and and tell people to donate to their collective. Okay, but in right. Florida, they can't do any of that because of our state law. So Coach Norvell cannot outwardly come out and say. You know, I want everybody here to go donate to Rising Spear. So he can't like, is it the, just any NIL collect the name? Just there's there can be no direct connection between your efforts and the and the and the entity that is Florida State University is what you're saying. Exactly. They're, yeah. Exactly. Oh, interesting. It is, so it's, how it's does extremely it- difficult um, to to get that done? You know, even for right for for current our current student athletes are on the current roster. Um, it's, it's kind of like if someone doesn't know about rising spirits, it's really done through the, the student athletes we have under contract. 
And so they'll contact me or they'll contact Will and, and then we'll, they'll tell them to basically sign up on the website is, is, and, oh. and that's how we get their information. Um, and then, and then we go from there. Can you guys make like presentations directly to the team or it has to be through like the intermediary kind of like word of mouth type stuff, or can you guys like meet with the team? I'm just interested. How much communication do you have with coach Norvell or how much can you like, can you just kind of dive into that a little bit further? Yeah. So we can have no conversations with coach Norvell or any staff. Okay. But but we can have, we can have meetings with, with, this current student athletes because they're not employed by the university. Interesting. So, if, so, it, so if they're so employed you're, by the university, that is where there, there can be no, no direct contact with rising spear. So that makes, so how much more effort just based on kind of the regulatory like hurdles that Florida has, how, like what's your marketing strategy? Like what is your marketing strategy to make sure that every, and you guys have done a great job. You went from an entity that didn't exist to one that every Florida State fan is pretty much synonymous with. What's your marketing sure. strategy to get out to the student athletes when you, you you can't use the coaches at all? Yeah, I mean it is. Um, I mean it's it's word of mouth and it's social media, Trey. I mean, luckily it's it's 2022, and every kid is on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, etc. You know, the guys at Knowles 24-7 have been great. I think this is my third or fourth time uh, coming on here, which is awesome because, it, you know, it's, it's all about word of mouth right now for us. Well, I, I tell you what, if there's a position at Rising Spear where you need a professional wrestling meme czar to get the word out, I could say <laughs> in, my, in my own personal experience, there's no better way to spread a message. But we'll talk. We'll talk turkey after this. Um Interesting. So this, I'll be honest with you, that sucks. That's a very tough regulatory environment. That's 100% a headwind that you have to deal with that other people don't. Is there any sort of thing, can NIL groups, uh, I mean, it's the state, Florida State University is in Tallahassee, the state capital. Advocacy, lobbying, is that something that we can do? Or is that something that's a big no-no? I don't know. If I'm asking anything stupid, please tell me. But I really, yeah. I mean, also voters, let your voices be heard, guys. Yes, Trey. Uh, absolutely. Contact your local, you know, state senator and, and state rep. Um, but you know, I, I've actually had conversations with with state senators and, and state reps about this, um, and, and trying to figure out. Well, look, you know, we're severely behind the eight ball as opposed to a majority of our rivals and our recruiting hotbed. Um, and you know, we tried. They tried to get the state law passed kind of before session ended. And I think everybody remembers the the speaker of the house had a ridiculous comment about like racing to the bottom and how dare these kids (laughs) um, drive a brand new car where you're like, yeah, how dare they put their life and body on the line for, for four to five years for their university and not be able to receive a single penny for that. That's how, how dare they. Right. I mean, a completely preposterous, ridiculous statement from the speaker of the house. He's now gone, and we're hoping uh, that in, in this future legislation, we'll be able to get it passed by July of next year. Okay, yeah, the pearls were clutched so hard. I think they were embedded into the, the palms of those guys' hands. So, yeah, I, I was not a fan of that personally. Um, okay, interesting. So, guys, get active. If there's, any, if there's any issue that's passionate, it's college football. 
Now, there's two main tenets to NIL that I want to talk to you about, Matthew. And one is recruiting and one is roster retention. I know with recruiting, there's so many. We've already talked about kind of the hurdles that have gone through and can go through. So what is what is Rising Spears' role in recruiting high school athletes, if at all? And then I want to talk to you about roster retention. Yeah, so we don't have any contact with um, high school athletes. The NCAA okay. labeled us as boosters, and we cannot have any um, contact with a prospective student-athlete. But that doesn't mean that we can't provide a proof of concept for the recruits to see what Rising Spear is doing. You know, it, it's it, it's kind of like, you know, action speaks louder than words, guys, right? Sure. And they're able to see all of the events that we've been able to put on with the Boys and Girls Club, um, our, our Twitter spaces, our, our fan engagement. And, you know, that lets them know that once they enroll at Florida State, they'll be able to get taken care of. Uh, the other side of that, like you mentioned, is, is roster retention. And, you know, we have uh, signed 91 student athletes to deals. Wow. Wow. Okay. How, how many of that yeah. is, uh, how many football players does that include? That's a big number. I didn't realize it was that large. Yeah. Off the top of my head. And, and this is an ever daily changing because more kids, more student athletes sign up, like I said, through, through word of mouth and, and on the website. Uh, but I believe we're at 58 football student athletes. Um, and then we have wow. soccer, softball, track and field, ball, like volleyball. Um, sure. You know, so, but yeah, obviously the majority is, is football. But, you know, still from there, we have, we still have a ton of, of softball. I think um, if you guys have seen with double slaw, no fry, or sorry, double fries, no slaw. They, oh, you better watch uh, out they, now. You got to get your uh, carbohydrates TJ, right, my friend. TJ, TJ's gonna TJ. Kill me. TJ's going to kill me. Um, He's a baby anyway. Don't worry so- about it. Some softball watch parties uh, that, that we've partnered with them for, um, which has been really cool. I think we've gotten over 3,000 views. Um, wow. Very nice. Know, with, with that, which, which is pretty impressive. Uh, you know, Florida State, Lonnie has built a, a softball powerhouse and – you know, Rising Spear, we're not focused on, on one sole sport. We are for our entire student-athlete base, um, from, from, from football to swimming and diving, track and field, all of the above. And, and every donor can choose where they want their money to go to, right, that, which, is, which is different from a lot of other collectives or um, other organizations that support, support the university. You are able to, to choose where you want your money to go with Rising Spear. And I think just once again, it's one of these things that when, when people are donating their money towards something, it's transparency, which I, you've already you already given that. And it sounds like Rising Spear is committed to it. It's percentage of proceeds going to what cause they want. And then the autonomy to kind of pick and choose where those funds are directed. I think that that's something that fans I, I know I personally I think that that's something that I value. Um, we, we talked about roster retention, and this is the thing that uh Obviously, when NIL was first mentioned, I don't think that this was top of people's minds. It's kind of been connected with the transfer portal where you have seen players, even some on Florida State's roster, that have been dissatisfied with some of the NIL opportunities that they've seen. Now, kind of based on what you've said, kind of based on the regulatory environment, it sounds like I'm not saying ignorance in a negative light, but it's not something that can be communicated to these guys directly. So they don't know what they don't know. So have there been situations, I mean, there's been reports of players that have been frustrated with NIL opportunities. 
Can you talk about some of those situations if you were involved in that, Matthew, and how those situations get resolved ultimately if they ever do? Yeah. So, so like, you know, like we were just talking about with the state law and how the, the coaching staff can't um, really direct anybody to rising spear at or, all or, or help right. us. In, yeah. Yeah. Or help us in that regard. Um, we, we have been able to, once, once we kind of see that happen, we've been able to, to reach out really through social media, direct messaging and, 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 and take care of that. Because you know we well, obviously at Rising Spear we didn't know it that that never would right. have happened um, if if we were in the position. So now now that we, we've caught kind of fire here and, and like I said you know we've got fifty eight or maybe even sixty now uh, football student athletes signed up. Um, kind of word of mouth is spreading and, and, and you know we're trying to get the entire roster signed on to signed on to deals, guys. Well, we're, 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 you're making your way. I mean, 50, 58 ever since the, the organization's inception in the spring game is pretty impressive. One thing that I'm interested in, a topic of NIL roster retention, there was talk of d- potential division among, like, uh, football rosters when kids – like, uh, opportunities are not equal, correct? Everything's – when you start talking about your name, image, and likeness, that's tied to your – talent amount of time spent on the field has that been something that you guys have found to be a difficulty when some players are getting more opportunities than others and obviously everybody's in the same locker room and they talk is that something that's been a difficulty that you've seen with your experience with the florida state student athletes um so real quick just to let you know so it it can't be tied to their production on the field Oh, okay. Sorry, sorry about that. Okay, understood. No, so no, it's just got to be tied to. Okay. So it is tied to literally to their name, image, and likeness. So their social media following has has a big has a big factor in you know how much a player can be paid or or, or vice versa, right? Like personal brand type stuff, more so. Exactly. So it's not production right. on the field, it's personal branding. Okay, understood. That 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 that's exactly right. But you know, from that, I think since we have offered so many opportunities and we have so many different avenues for players to make money, um, from like I mentioned earlier, from the market price deal uh, to to the fan jolt deal to our gold side and to our nonprofit, um, we we have not experienced any you know kind of animosity or hearing about any division in the locker room awesome. from from the players. Um, it has been you know all all of the guys are are incredible um not only student athletes but i mean just people that that i get to interact with on a daily basis i mean it's incredible um i I think you know fabian lovett had had a great quote uh about rising spear at acc media days and absolutely he you know he, he he's an awesome kid guys i mean just an incredible human i mean i have to say he's not a kid he's He's 22, 20, right? He's, He's not bigger a kid, than all but, three of us on the street yeah. combined. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, exactly, Trey. Uh, but I mean, just being able to help him out with, with um, you know, kind of his situation that he he does have, that his adorable little boy, um, that, that we can help him out there, that, and he is so thankful and appreciative for it. That is just, that's exactly what NIL was supposed to be used for, right? Yeah, absolutely. He, and it, I love seeing those type of stories because immediately it's like the, the former speaker of the house comments. It's, it is also some kind of aspect of human nature to where the negative, the kind of the dark aspects of this type of stuff is emphasized. It is cool that at least from a lot of the quotes that I saw from ACC media days, 
these are resources that these kids who are giving up a lot, their health, their time, uh, potential injury risk. It's, it's great that some of that positivity can be given back, especially with a situation like Fabian Lovett. Great kid man, great big kid man yeah. with a great big kid man family. And he can help, he can help, uh, he can help provide back to that. Now, one thing that I am interested in as well, I'm interested in a lot of this stuff, clearly, as you can tell, um, you mentioned all the different avenues that you guys are exploring for these opportunities for the student athletes. And it, it's also new. What's the communication like with you? Do you guys communicate with other collectives, other NIL organizations um, to kind of brainstorm back and forth? Or is everybody kind of siloed in their own fiefdoms trying to do it the best way to get a competitive advantage? Um, so I have been fortunate enough that um, I actually know another CEO of a Southeastern collective. Mm, and he and I, you vague son of a gun. You networker, you. Yeah, and he and I um, will bounce ideas off each other back and forth. They cool. they actually got started uh, in September of last year, so they had had a they had a head start on us as well. Um, but he and I will brainstorm, and there's another Big Twelve collective uh, CEO that that I speak with. Um, but other than that, and, and it's only because that you know with the Big Twelve guy, it was like a friend of a friend that sure. we got in touch. Um, but other than that, it's, it is pretty closed off. You know, we are, we're all, even though we're not competing against each other, like kind of direct, like we're all still competing against each other. Yeah. It's you know? all that. Like, we're not going, yeah, yeah, we're, we're not going after kind of the same don't obviously like Trey, you and I are never going to donate to any other collective on the planet, right? It, it is going to be no. the rising no. spear and seminal boosters. And that is the only money that we will ever give for for college football or college athletics now yeah that's absolutely we're not right so we're not competing against for the direct donor but for the overall like kind of money pot that we want to have we're in competition there because once again that provide that goes back to proof of concept in that hey you come to florida state and we have plenty of opportunities and we have plenty of avenues for you to make money that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it would be 100% Florida State with a 0.5% chance to any other school that Mike Leach is at. But that's a personal that's a personal thing that I have to deal with. Love you, Mike. Um, so we've talked about we've talked about the macro situation. Uh, as far as what's happening right now with Florida State student athletes, you mentioned right now Rising Spear went from zero. You said you're about 1,500 donors. A goal to get to 4,000 by what is that the end? Is that an end of year goal, Matt? Yeah, that's, that's an end of year goal. Are we on pace right now? Are you guys above or below where you thought you'd be at right now when you start, when the organization first started a couple months ago, I guess. Yeah, no, we, 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 we're above. Awesome. We're we're above and and we're, we're on target. Um, And look, you know, with, with Florida state being that we are, on the younger side of a university, um, the, the better season we have, the, the more fire our fan base will have. Sure. And, you know, if, if we have the season that, that we all think we're going to have, and as we heard Coach Norvell um, at ACC Media Days, and that success is coming, um, and, and, and we have, you know, our offensive line alone, guys, right? I mean, going back from two years ago to today 
has taken a tremendous, tremendous leap forward. Yes, absolutely. Coach Atkins is an incredible developer of talent that we've seen. And, you know, I truly believe Coach Norvell and this staff that success is coming. We, we, we are going to put it together. Our defensive backfield with, with Jamie and, and Akeem, I mean, these are two first-round talent guys. I mean, we – and then you pair that with Tatum Bethune, Kalen Deloach. Our defensive line is going to be wrecking havoc. I mean, it is – it's exciting times at Florida State. We, we all went through – Trey, you and I watched in the 90s, right? We did. We saw, we saw King Bobby. Then I was in school from 2001 to 2005 – with the start of you know what we what we then said was the lost decade, and how how miserable not that bad those times in hindsight, was. man. Not at the beginning right. of it, not so bad in hindsight. <laughs> exactly, Trey. And then and then we saw you know the resurgence in, in, in the Phoenix rising from the ashes with Jameis. Oh, this is good imagery. Keep going, Matt. This is good <laughs> with, stuff with Jameis, and, and we went on you know twenty seven or twenty eight in a row streak. Right. Yeah, we, we can one hundred percent get back to that. All these people that are that are saying that Florida State will never be back, I mean, it is complete nonsense. We we are an iconic brand. We are Florida State University. We have Derek Brooks, Hall of Famer, Walter Jones, Hall of Famer, Warwick Dunn, who is not only an incredible NFL knoll, but an incredible person. Top five away. human of all time. Absolutely. Ex- he makes my exactly, top five people of all time list. Ex- exactly, Trey. So we are florida state university and we are coming back to the top i i guys nil collective ceos they're just like us matthew the passion is exuding from your pores i can feel it circulating over these megabytes over the internet man i am my blood is pumping um what are some deals actually no before i i I do want to get to like specific deals and partnerships that you're proud of you did touch on something that I think is kind of permeated through the fan base a little bit, as far as what I feel, the size of Florida state's collective, the sophistication, the funding behind it. Do do, do you get frustrated when you feel that there's sometimes there's intimations that it is not up to par with our historical competition. And is that, what do you think that that's a function of? And is that in any way true? Um, Trey, I mean, you know, we are in a tough spot, and, and, I, and I don't know the answer or why that is, right? We have 380,000 living alumni, but you look at our, at our booster donor base, and, you know, their goal for this year is 13,000 boosters for, mm. for the annual fund. And, you know, I, I don't know what it is. Um, you know, I was a member of – a founding member of Seminole Student Boosters and, and on the board there – and, and even back then in 2005, we were still trying to figure out, you know, how we can get, you know, more donors, more money, et cetera. Sure. Um, but I think it really goes back to Florida State needs success to be successful. So in other words, our football team has to show out and we need to win. We need to win this year. And then we can parlay those wins into – into donors with both the boosters and with rising spear. Okay. Get a nice positive feedback loop going. Now, obviously guys, this is all going to be a call to action at the end and we're going to tell you how to get involved. But before we do that, Matt, what are some of the deals relationships that you've made that you're particularly proud of that you can tell the Florida state fan base that when you go to rising spear, you donate, 
your money is going to go to things like this. Yeah, guys, honestly, our, our the, the main goal that, that we have set forth is that 100% of your donations go to student athletes. That is, the, that is 100% go to student athletes. That is the, you know, that's the biggest thing and, and, and thing that we're most proud of that when you, when you log on and when you sign up for your monthly recurring donation, 100% of that goes to the student athletes that is used to, to give appearance fees to the student athletes and, and work with charities. And, and I mean, so if you hate NIL, if you're a person that is, you know, you are Clint Eastwood, get off my lawn. <laughs> get off I don't lawn. know how, I don't know how you can hate this aspect of NIL in that these student athletes go out to the boys and girls club of the big bend and literally have like fantastic interaction with, with these little kids. I mean, it is awesome to see. Um, and, and we're doing that on, on, on a, almost a weekly basis. It, it, it's community enrichment guys. You're enriching the lives of student athletes. You're enriching the community that these guys are participating in. And you've got a, a big Grand Torino fan as the guy who's leading the charge, <laughs> a man after my own heart. What a film. Matt, how can we get involved? I want to get involved right now. Tell me how I can do it. I'm sure we've got a whole bunch of people in their cars and their cubes. They've already, they've already punched a hole in every solid surface in front of them due to the excitement flowing through their veins. Matt, how do we channel that excitement and get involved? Risingspear.com, guys. Boom. Head there. Sign up if you want the taxable donation, the, the, the tax deductible donation. It's the Garnet Spirit Fund. If you have a business and you actually want to endorse a student athlete through through marketing dollars, you, you will contact, you will submit the gold standard uh, fund. Um, and that's it. It's super simple. It's literally like two clicks. And you are a massive supporter of the student athletes at Florida State University. Risingspear.com. Where, th- where can they find you guys on social media? It's just where you'll be kind of broadcasting, you know, updates, new partnerships, and uh, new information as it comes up because you guys are doing something new all the time. Where can they find you on social yes. media? So at RisingSpearNIL on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Nice. And nice we also, once you sign up, you will have uh, a, a newsletter that gets broadcast to you once a week with you know everything that we have coming down the pike is in even on merch uh who's going to be hosting or co-hosting or participating in the discord chat um and all of the above guys well matthew i am excited i am excited about the future of florida state in the the always murky nil world it's nice that we have a nice virus artes morris light as yourself to lead the charge I've got nothing else for you, Matthew. Is there anything else you want to say to the Florida State fan base before I let you go back and keep making the big moves that you have been making? Yeah, I mean, that's it, guys. Just support what you can. I know um, it's always tough, right? We're always asking for money. But please support what you can, risingspear.com. Honestly, fellas, every little bit helps. And Brendan texted me. He wanted me to ask you about the theme song of On the Bench. Or I'm, I'm, are you a proponent or opponent? Guys, I'm too old for that shit. I do not care. <laughs> Boom! In your face, Brendan. Landing stuck. Five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Go to Rising Spear. 
Give your money. Give us your views. Go to Knowles 24-7. The interview series is not dead. It will live on. Matthew Quigley's great. Brendan's theme song stinks. I love you guys. Talk to you another time. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road, any road, the steeper the better. Because my all new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.